Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. Now this morning on the third hour of today, concern for the queen, the royal family gathering by her side, doctors putting her majesty under medical supervision, the very latest in a live report from the UK. And then supermodel Ashley Graham in studio talking family, fashion, and sharing a special message for moms. And it's shoulder season. No, that's not a workout. We're talking travel, why this could be the best time to book your next getaway. That's all I had today, Thursday, September 8th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good Thursday morning to you. Welcome to this third hour of today. I'm Craig, here with Chanel, Jacob Soboroff. Uh, Dylan and Al are off. We want to get straight to that news out of the United Kingdom right now. Yeah, so here's what we know. Buckingham Palace released a statement. Queen Elizabeth's doctors said they are, quote, concerned for her health. We know some of the Queen's children are at Her Majesty's residence in Scotland, Balmoral Castle. Prince William and Prince Harry are both on their way there now as well. As we have team coverage for you from across the pond. Let's start with NBC's Molly Hunter. She's live in London. Molly, can you get us up to speed? What's the very latest? Chanel, good morning to you and good morning to all of you. That's right. We got this statement from Buckingham Palace uh, just in the last hour. This statement was not in reaction to a canceled event. This was not in reaction uh, to a specific kind of appearance that we were expecting from the Queen. And I'm just going to read it out in full right now. So following further evaluation this morning, the Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health and have recommended she remain under medical supervision. The Queen remains comfortable and at Balmoral. Now, this is an extraordinary statement. This is the strongest indication that we have gotten from the palace that Her Majesty is not doing well of her poor health. Now, last night she canceled a Zoom meeting. It was a Privy Council uh, meeting, an important uh, event in her calendar, of course, as head of state. Uh, we did see her on Tuesday where she appointed the new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, and I do just want to share uh, what the Prime Minister said just in the last hour. Prime Minister Liz Truss said the whole country will be deeply concerned by the news from Buckingham Palace this lunchtime, adding, my thoughts and the thoughts of people across our United Kingdom are with Her Majesty the Queen and her family at this time. Now, as you mentioned, Chanel, uh, her family, members of her family are either at Balmoral Castle or on their way. So what we know right now, we know that Camilla and Prince Charles are there at Balmoral. We know that Prince Andrew and Princess Anne, uh, Princess Anne, excuse me, is there. Prince Andrew is on his way. And we know that Prince William is also on his way, uh, as are Prince Harry and Meghan, who are, of course, over here uh, for a number of events in Europe and the UK. And they are now headed to Balmoral Castle. Guys. All right. Thank you, Molly Hunter. We'll continue to check in with you as right. we know more. That was a live look there uh, at Balmoral Castle as, as well. Our, our own Jenna Bush Hager is actually in Scotland as we show you that live look again. JBH is in Scotland. She was just hours away from sitting down with Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall. Uh, Jenna is joining us live now. JBH, what can you tell us? Yeah. Good morning, guys. Yeah, we're here at the Dumfries House, which is in southeast Scotland. It's a home that Prince Charles and Camilla have purchased and given back to the people of Scotland. It does extraordinary work. And as you mentioned, I was invited here to sit down with Her Royal Highness 
Camilla. Um, we were just hours away from our interview when she and her husband uh, took off to go see Her Majesty the Queen in Balmoral. Um, this is not something they do lightly. They have schedules that are packed full of events for philanthropy. Uh, this was just, our interview was just one of many things the Duchess had in her calendar today. Um, so we know from, from the palace that this is not something they would do um, lightly. And, and the whole, uh, the whole Uni United Kingdom is thinking about the Queen. We're here in Scotland in a place where for the last couple days, as we've spent time here, everybody has raved about this queen who has reigned for decades. And so um, there is a, a somber feeling here in Scotland today. Jenna, um, here in the States, you know, you've been around many uh, intense moments in the history uh, of our nation. Um, I'm curious what it was like for you at the moment where Camilla, you know, you found out she had to get up and go. Um, what, what was the what was the sense that you all had about what actually was was taking place? What were they telling you at the time? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I got to spend some time with His Royal Highness Prince Charles last night, um, and and I was planning to be with Her Royal Highness today. And I mean, I know that public grieving is a very difficult thing, and that right now their thoughts are with their mother. She's the queen to, to the world, and she is his precious mother to him. That's good perspective. Yeah. Uh, it is. Jenna Bush Haberforce there on the ground uh, in Scotland again. Jenna was there for an interview with the Duchess of Cornwall, uh, Camilla. Um, JBH, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much, Jenna. You know, it's not lost on us the fact that Jenna had just happened to be there yeah. getting ready for an interview when all of this happened. Yeah. And like you said, Jacob, and the reality is, you know, she knows what it's like to grieve publicly. Right. And so if there's anybody who can kind of be a conduit to what's happening. So glad she's there. It's Jenna. All right. Well, now for more perspective and reaction to the news, let's turn now to NBC News contributor Wilfred Frost. Wilfred, good morning to you. Yeah. Good morning, guys. Yeah, this is clearly a, a hugely striking moment and sobering moment uh, for, for the nation. Two big reasons for that. We have got a, an official statement uh, from uh, Buckingham Palace that confirms she is under, Her Majesty the Queen is under uh, medical uh, supervision and that uh, her doctors are concerned for her. We haven't had that sort of statement uh, before through uh, all of her mobility issues, for example. And of course, as Jenna was just saying, that significant members of the family have traveled to be by her side. Prince Charles and Camilla initially, Prince William, uh, the immediate two in line to the throne, traveling to be uh, with her. And that has been confirmed by their individual households uh, as well. So it is clearly uh, a serious uh, situation. And uh, you could see the seriousness of it, in fact, uh, in the House of Commons in Parliament, uh, where a debate had been going on as the news uh, did start to spread. And we did get uh, that sentiment summed up by the new prime minister, Liz Truss, who said the whole country will be deeply concerned by this news. She said, my thoughts and the thoughts of the people uh, across our United Kingdom uh, are with Her Majesty the Queen uh, and her family at this time. Now, the last time, of course, we saw her was just two days ago on Tuesday, um, when uh, it was also the first time we'd seen her in some time, when, of course, she took on another of her official roles to appoint uh, the new Prime Minister in Liz Truss, uh, showing her ongoing commitment uh, to uh, her duties at all times. And uh, she did look frail two days ago. A lot of people commented on that at the time. But she also looked positive and happy. And uh, that was, of course, 
good to see. But uh, Liz Truss, the new Prime Minister of just two days, uh, saying her thoughts uh, and the thoughts of the people of the United Kingdom are with Her Majesty the Queen at, at this time. Wilford, you, you, you raise an interesting point there because that, that was Tuesday. In terms of a timeline here, here's the 96-year-old Queen uh, welcoming, receiving the new Prime Minister, also uh, saying goodbye to, to her predecessor as well, Boris Johnson. Do we have any idea what happened between uh, that meeting on Tuesday and, and what's led to this, uh, this, this tremendous concern for her health now? Uh, not, not, not more details than we've been discussing uh, and you've been discussing with, with Molly uh, and Jenna over the last 15 minutes. Yesterday, we did get a, a hint uh, that her, her, her condition had worsened in, in those 48 hours because uh, a meeting of the Privy Council that was due to be held remotely over Zoom uh, was cancelled so that she could rest. And mm -hmm. clearly, uh, overnight things have worsened such that the, the palace have decided to actively, proactively release uh, a statement, uh, the one that, that we mentioned earlier following an evaluation this morning. The Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health and, and recommend she remain under medical supervision. So uh, we haven't got more specifics about what happened during that time. I think, as I sort of mentioned, Craig, the thing I would say is it shows a remarkable commitment she has always had uh, to delivering on her duties. And uh, chief among that, of course, one of the chief roles uh, the monarch has is to appoint the prime minister. And she, she did that uh, despite clearly uh, feeling uh, a little unwell over the last couple of days, appointing her 15th prime minister in Liz Truss. Wilford, can I ask you just quickly one more question? Jacob just talked to you, just heard him talking to Jennifer Shaker, and she knows what it's like to deal with grief publicly, and she has a unique perspective. But I also think that you also offer a unique perspective just as a, as a man and as a citizen there. How are you wrapping your mind around this? Look, she's 96 years old, and we have, you know, she's done very, very well, and we've known, goodness forbid, that at one point she, you know, she would be ill like this. Um, but how are you dealing, and how are you wrapping your mind around this moment? It's a, as I said at the top, I was trying to think of the right word. It is a, it's a striking moment. Uh, it's a sobering moment because of these points uh, that, that I'm making. This official statement from the palace, uh, an immediate followed statement from the prime minister. And uh, I think uh, we, we've just been able to celebrate uh, at the Jubilee her wonderful reign. And, and that's still the mode that we're in at the moment, despite the sobering tone, despite the strokering, striking tone. Um, we know that she's not well, but that, that's uh, as far as it goes. And uh, we wish her uh, a very speedy uh, recovery. Absolutely. Sure yes, All right. Thank you, Wilfred, for your time this morning. And stay with NBC News throughout the day for the very latest on this story and much more ahead here on the third hour of today. We'll be right back. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. And this morning on today's checklist, we're going to help you take control of your health by understanding your medical records, all of those important documents from the, the doctor that a lot of us tend to ignore. And here to help us do that, Dr. Cedric McFadden. Dr. McFadden is a board-certified colorectal and general surgeon. Good to have you back, sir. Good to be here. So, I mean, let's let's start with those papers that folks yeah. sometimes get from their doctors after a visit. Quite frankly, you try to make sense of some of that, and it's it's like reading Greek. When it comes to understanding your medical records, what should you be looking for? Well, I want you to think of your medical records and understand them as like a biography of your body, right? It's okay. going to tell the story of, you know, who did it, why they did it, when it was done, what they did, and all those sorts of details, right? The five W's. The five W's. And when you think about your medical records, it's easy to put them sort of on the corner and the kitchen counter, but I really want you to read them, read the comments. You supply this information. You supply the information about your medications, your allergies, as well as your surgeries and your procedures. And it's important that you look at them, number one, for accuracy, mm -hmm. right? Because again, we base our decisions about what we do based on what you provide for us. And if you ever find that there's a discrepancy in what you've told the doctor, bring it up to their attention to say, listen, I don't think this truly reflects what I'm experiencing so they can make some adjustments to it. But it's very important that you look at them also because of insurance. Sure. Insurance bills from your medical records. So you want to make sure it's accurate so you're not getting bills that you don't need. But you make a good point. Be your own advocate. Absolutely. Yeah. On that note, know. let's talk about questions to ask. It never fails. You leave the doctor's office and then you have all of these questions, and then you have to call that number, try to leave a message, and get a hold of the physician. So while you're there, should you have almost maybe a list of what you want to ask? Bring it before you get yeah, there, right? Yeah. Now, because of electronic records, you may be getting a copy of your labs, your x-rays, before you even get there. Mm. And that can be a little bit concerning and nerve-wracking, right? You're not really sure what sure. the context of this result means. So when you're getting labs ordered, write down on the piece of paper, what will this test tell me? Okay. What will it reveal? What are some of the results that I might anticipate so you're not caught off guard? Okay. You also want to ask about side effects. You want to put down on the piece of paper, will I be able to work? Will I be able to eat? Are there any other side effects I to be made aware of, okay. and also about procedures. Can I stave off having this procedure? Can I, mm. you know, work on exercise and eating well before needing to actually get the surgery done? Okay. And what are my next steps? All right, sounds good. Doctor, let's just talk about the simple act of finding your medical yes. records, because that's not always easy. You wanna walk us through a couple of ways to do that? Yeah, so most health systems have an online patient portal that will give you access to read-only files. So you can't edit the information, but you can read them. And that's information that you need to have an access code for and a password that you want to protect like you would your bank, your banking information. But having that platform may allow you to do virtual visits as well. You could also request printed copies that may have come along with the fee, okay. but they can give you either a CD or a thumb drive that you can have access to. And you want to get that information periodically as you add new health information. And so once you get all this stuff, let's move over here. How do you keep those records? What do you do with all that information that you're able to ultimately find? Well, it's easy if it's on the phone or the tablet because right. you can carry that with you and that's accessible anywhere, even if you're not at your own institution. If you have paper copies, carry it around with you even if you go to the emergency room because they may have information there that's not accessible to your other doctors. And if you have parents 
or if That's you are caregivers, yeah. you want to request that information because you're going to need it in making decisions about their health and your children. So well. important, Doctor. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Great tips. Great Doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. All right, up next, a lot of TikTok videos are over the top, but this one is under the desk. <laughs> Literally, we're going to meet the viral star who's become a trusted source for millions of people every day. And then look who's here. Supermodel Ashley Graham is stopping by to share a message for moms and tell us about sharing the spotlight with her baby twins. Congratulations. We'll be right back. It is Impact Thursday, and I recently caught up with a TikTok star who puts complex news stories into layman's terms, and they do it with style and personality, bringing millions of viewers under the desk. Take a look. All growing up, my mom used to tell us, just tell me what happened, don't add to it, don't take away from it. And I think that was really good training for being an effective TikToker. It's Tuesday night, and here's what happened. Vitus Spear, better known as V, is the creator of the viral TikTok account, Under the Desk News. Let's talk about impeachment. Sparking conversation, specializing in stories focused on current events, political analysis, and feel-good stories, all told in under 60 seconds. How did you get the idea to go under the desk? There's a ton of people who are working at the desk who do incredible work, and I didn't want to position myself as an authority, and I didn't want people to conceive that I was a broadcast journalist. I was your friend, V, who was under my desk as if we were working in the office together. If I had a water cooler in my house, I suppose it could have been water cooler talk, but I didn't. Two years ago, V was working as a high-end event planner and entrepreneurial coach in the food industry. So I got under my desk and started making TikToks, just kind of explaining how to apply for PPP. What started off as fun food posts quickly transformed to many newscasts. After the events of January 6th and just such a divisive election cycle, I felt like there was a space to remind ourselves that politicians are people and that we have to see them as these fallible creatures. Since then, V has tackled topics from Afghanistan to abortion rights to student loan debt relief and a whole lot of banana shirt good news. Thursday night and time for banana shirt good news only. They've now amassed nearly 3 million followers with 1.5 million daily views. Why do you think so many people have gravitated to you? because I listen to them and I care about them. And I think that that's what people are looking for. Mm -hmm. And that's what I built with Under the Desk is a place where no matter where you're coming from, education-wise or political spectrum, we're just gonna talk about this thing. V went from discussing topics under their desk to getting a seat at the table with some of their idols. I got to go to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. That was crazy, you know, cause I have like served at that, but now I was yeah. like at a table. You used to serve food at the White House Correspondents' Dinner and you did it passionately. Fast forward to being invited there to sit at the seat in a, in a seat. How do you wrap your mind around that? I was like high-fiving the waiters. V says their passion and ability to simplify the news came from their younger years. My mom used to sit around with her girlfriends and listen to the police scanner. And then my dad would come home and she would tell him what happened that day. That was my first exposure to this power of the citizen journalist. They also had a need to belong that came from their own struggles with dyslexia, coupled with wisdom as the oldest of three kids. I've always had to like interpret things for the younger siblings. And with my brother, he similarly had a hard time with learning how to be smart in a school sense. And so he always had this high level of insecurity and I was constantly cheerleading him to say like, you are smart enough. Who cares if you spelt it wrong? Who cares if you didn't say it right? With every post, V is determined to bring everyone into the conversation and show that anything is possible.
Are you so glad you made that decision to get under your desk? I'm so glad I made the decision, yes. The dyslexic community has said this is really important to them. The queer community, it's important to them. I just hope I can hold the door open for more people so that more people feel that sense of belonging. Midas also has a podcast. It's called Be Interesting. It's an extension of their Under the Desk TikTok page that features guests and does a deeper dive into the stories because, you know, right now, it's just 60 seconds. But I was fascinated by it. And it just goes to show people want to know what's happening. Sure. They want it unfiltered. Sometimes she'll give both sides. She'll say, you know, they'll, they'll you know, give both sides to the story. So I think fascinating conversation. You know how our kids are going to get the news? From V, not from, from V. Us. Yeah. You know, a million and a half viewers a day. Thanks, V, for so helping us out of business. Great conversation. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you. All right, coming up next, guys, supermodel Ashley Graham live here in studio. We're going to talk a little family, a little fashion, and her personal new project. And by the way, have you guys ever heard of shoulder season? Uh -huh. no. We'll tell you what it is, explain why now could be the perfect time to get away. We'll be right back. So you go places where you can show your shoulders? Yes, yes, on, of course, on the third hour of today, of course. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. This morning, we are catching up with a A-list star, <laughs> supermodel, author, body activist, overall, just role model, mm -hmm. Ashley Graham. She's also the mom of three little kids, and she is opening up about an issue so close to her heart, and it's one that also impacts many, many families. Mm -hmm. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks so for having me. Okay, I got to ask you about Bobby. Yes. Before I do, I got to disclose you're a customer and an investor yes. in the company, but I know that this is very important to you. You're working on this campaign about how parents are choosing to feed their babies. Mm. Yes. Okay, so I'm working with Bobby to end the stigma on how we feed our children. Mm. There's a stigma around breastfeeding, there's a stigma around formula. Yeah. And at the end of the day, don't we just want healthy, happy mm. children? Absolutely. We don't want to be judged on how we are feeding our kids, or we don't also want to be told how to feed our children either. That's good. And you, there's your, your twins, you've got three, but yes. your twins are, are front and center in this campaign as they well. They are. Roman and Malachi are on the billboard with me. Uh, Malachi got the bottle, Roman got the boob, and <laughs> <laughs> lucky guy. But you know, this is what combo feeding is, and 70% mm. of parents are combo feeders, meaning that they're doing breastfeeding and formula oh, really feeding. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have twins. I'm 4'11". It was it's a lot to sustain <laughs> two lives yes. with this little body. So tell me this, since you are in the trend club, you know what I admire so much is you've been very honest about how your body changed and you'll go on the red carpet and say you know here's a stretch mark or talk to me about that decision to just say you know what enough is enough this is our body I have always championed for all kinds of diversity in fashion and media and I'm not gonna stop with my body and how it feels right now just because I had three kids back-to-back -back in two years um, but there are mornings when I wake up and I say oh thank God these jeans fit but we're gonna have a little conversation <laughs> and then there's days like today where I feel very hot. Mm, I love it. So, you know, every day is different. It's an ebb and flow. You just mentioned that you and Justin, your husband, you went in a matter of a couple years from, you know, just you guys to a family of five. Mm. What has that been like for you guys? Okay, I used to be a very, like, very laid back, chill type of person, yeah. and now I am, systems are in place. <laughs> there is a bedtime, There, this is when you're eating, and I actually kind of don't recognize this woman, but I'm so happy that it's her, um, because I don't know if our house would really be able to, like, be able to be controlled, but thank God I have a village around me. My mom, my husband's so supportive. Mm. Can I ask you about, I think folks who are watching right now, they might notice the, the on your neck. Oh, have, yeah. Are you a Cupper? I'm a cupper. Uh, Are you a cupper? I, I, I have been known to cup. No. Okay. Really? 
Well, excuse you, Mr. Huh? Melvin. I mean, yes. not, not, not on the neck, but, you know, I've cupped, Oh, you don't do your neck? I, so should I, I'm should holding, I be cupping my neck? Let me tell you, these babies are heavy. <laughs> and when you're holding children all day, I'm working out, I have stress in my neck. Mm -hmm. And so Sandra, oh. who is my acupuncturist and my cupper, yeah. she just sucks those things on <laughs> and she do? leaves them on. It takes, it takes the stress and the tension out. Isn't that amazing? I, I do it on my shoulder and my, my shoulders and my back. You know, but I've never thought, so maybe I should try my neck. Oh, you would love it. He'll get on the air. People think he had a hot, steamy night. I don't. So, <laughs> I know. No, this, this, is know. Not, this is not oh, what no. it looks like. This is like. morning television. Well, I mean, I, hello. No you one thought watching. that. Oh, no one thought that. The whole family kidding? is watching. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's another question. Clearly, I'm like in this like love fest for, with you. Aww. Talk to me about whether it's affirmations or self-talk or how do you, because you mentioned it before. There are some days you wake up and you're just feeling good and other days mm. are tough especially when you're trying to multitask. My, so I've always been big on affirmations and your words have power. This is how mm -hmm. I was raised. Like if you want what, you're, what you really have dreamt of, speak it into existence, write it down. So when I was younger, before kids, it was really about physical. It was like, I am bold, I am brilliant, I am beautiful. Now that I'm a mom, those things aren't my priority. My mm -hmm. priority is making it through the day, mentally showing up, mm -hmm. being emotionally there for my kids. And those are the kinds of affirmations. Everybody's are different, but Mine are really like, you've got this today, girl. You you can do three kids alone today. <laughs> Justin, an affirmation guy? He definitely is a write it down, put it on the wall, recite, recite. We're prayer, okay. meditation. But what you think about, you bring about. I believe that. 100%. Did you know you wanted to be a supermodel? Uh, that fell into my lap. Um, <laughs> Not everybody can say that. <laughs> I was in a mall in Nebraska. No and in someone Nebraska, said, yes. And someone said, that. hey, would you like to be a model? No and way. I was 12 years old. I didn't know that this was going to be my destiny. And here wow. I am, 34 years, years old. Model. <laughs> Not 34 years later. Exactly. Model, no. author, businesswoman, what's what's left? What do you want to do that you have not done yet? Well, I'm, I'm really excited because I'm growing my business as a venture capitalist, and I'm also um, starting my season four of my my podcast, Pretty Big Deal. Mm. I love being on TV. So Jenna Hoda, when you guys need a sub, you know oh, who to call. Yeah. You know. I love that. No, I love that. Ash, it's so good to see you. Nice Thank you for being here. It's so good. All right, yeah. guys. Just ahead, from sandy beaches to mountain escapes, there are some really great travel deals that are available this shoulder season. That's right, shoulder season. We'll explain what it is and how to take advantage of this thing that it sounds like we've just created yeah, exactly. <laughs> when we come back. Ashley, you are a delight. Oh. Well, the busy summer travel season is over. We are officially now in what's known as shoulder season. Okay. It's a great time to find discounted flights, hotels around the world. Hmm. Melanie Fish is a travel expert with Expedia Brands, and she is here to tell us what we need to know. Melanie, good to have good you Good morning, here. Melanie. Thanks morning. for having me. I mean, let's just start with this, this shoulder season, because when <laughs> no. I, I saw the email yesterday, I was like, oh, we're, we're making up another term. No, Melanie, it's a thing. It's a is thing. it really so a what, thing? What it's is it? It is a great time to travel, is okay. what it is. So shoulder season is the term we use to refer to this magic time right after the busy summer travel season and before what's traditionally been the low season. So you still get those warm summer temperatures, but you get a drop in demand and oftentimes a drop in prices. Uh, what does that have to do with the shoulder? Because it's in between your head and your... Yeah, okay, well... <laughs> One, one, one theory of the nature of the word is that it's that time of year where you still, it's warm enough, but you might need a little something 
A little oh. something to oh. All right, a little shoulder season. Yeah, okay. a little shoulder season. So with that said, where should we be looking for shoulder where season? Where should we be taking our shoulders? Yeah. Well, <laughs> during shoulder season, I love a beach vacation because yes. The temperature drops a tiny little bit, but the price drops can be pretty large. But to be honest, I did not know this year if we would have those shoulder season values because travel, frankly, has been bonkers yeah. all summer. And so I didn't know if we'd see that dip this fall, but good news, there's great value to be had. Okay. Light uh, prices down 20 to 40% from their peak to some major cities, LA, I'm seeing $350 on average down to $250. Okay. Great deals me. to Boston, Miami. So let's go. Well, okay. Melanie, so people are very, you know, we've been talking about it, price conscious right now. And even though shoulder season is traditionally a little bit cheaper, are there things to do, places to look in order to make sure you get the best, uh, best prices? Well, there, I have a couple tips for you. Obviously, the first one, September, October, early November for holiday season, that's when these shoulder season prices okay. dip. But also set those flight price trackers. So you know when to, bam, book that flight when the price dips. Also, bundle and save. Book your flight, book your car right. rental, book your accommodations together. All at the same time. All at the same time, you can save hundreds of dollars. Right, you mentioned beaches, so let's, let's get to some of these places where you think we might find some deals this shoulder season. What do you have? Okay, beach trip. Let's mm. start Myrtle Beach. Ah, the Grand Myrtle Stand. Beach, South Carolina, great family-friendly destination. I found a spot here, the Marina Inn. During the height of the summer, you were looking at maybe $350 a night. That okay. drops in half really? shoulder season. I saw rates as low as $130 a night. And here's the thing. The golf course is still there. Sure. The pools are still there. And the beach weather is still there. Yeah, it's yes. in the 80s this week in Myrtle okay. Beach. Okay. So that's one beach destination. Another one, this is for you all. How about a drive out to Montauk? Oh, I love Montauk. Mm. I love Montauk. Yeah. Right? Never Hopefully been. the traffic. No. You've never been? No. Okay. Well, it's this a is great for surf you spot, Chanel. You and me, let's go. Okay, let's go surfing. <laughs> Hopefully the traffic has eased up. Yeah. Maybe you can get those dinner reservations. And a stay at Montauk Manor has gone from $800 at its peak wow. over Labor Day weekend, down to under $200 to stay here. So there's gorgeous. another beach suggestion for you. I love that. Okay, so now let's say, how about the mountain towns? You have some good Okay, we're there. done with the bathing suits. Okay. We want to get out of sweater, fall yeah, right. getaway. Let's go to Jackson Hole. Ooh. Oh, Jackson. And here's what I like about shoulder season in the mountains. Okay. It's right after that peak hiking season, before the snow falls, you get those shoulder season values. But here's an example of a place that's even going beyond that. This is the Virginian Lodge in Beautiful. Jackson Hole. They're doing a concert season through the fall, creating more fun activities. A lot of the restaurants in the area are offering two-for-one dining deals, and there's still lots of outdoor fun to be had in the area. There are rafting trips being booked into October. Melanie, is going overseas an option during uh, during shoulder season? All right, we're embracing shoulder season. We're getting out the passports. Let's go to Puerto Vallarta. Oh! Yeah, let's do it. Shoulder, let's go. Shoulder season there is actually coming out of what's traditionally been the low season, those really hot summer months. Okay. So you would expect the prices maybe to be creeping up this time of year. That's not the case. Average price is down 35%. Wow. This is the Marriott Puerto Vallarta Resort and Spa. Once again, deals under $200. Not can you, bad. Can you go on a cruise during shoulder season? Of course you can go on a cruise during shoulder <laughs> season. This is shoulder season in the Caribbean. I found a seven-night cruise, Norwegian out of Miami, $399. Do the math, $60 per person per night. 
What? It's hurricane season. We want to keep an eye on that, but the value cannot be denied. And this is a cruise, so it's all in. Mm -hmm. That price is the meals, everything. It's beautiful. I like shoulder season. I'm a fan. I know. I'm here. I'm here. Let's go. We're here Let's for shoulder season. Doctors. Melanie, thank you for introducing us to shoulder thank season. Thank you, Melanie. Thanks, Melanie. All right, coming up, it's Q&A today. From Halloween to football, we're answering your questions and embracing all things fall. We'll be right back. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with seven-time Grammy winner Casey Musgraves to talk about the inspiration for her new album, the process she uses to write those beautiful songs, and finding success while bucking convention in Nashville. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Okay, we're usually asking the questions around here, but we're turning the tables in Q&A today. We have some questions from our Plaza crowd about all things fall. So shall we jump right into the first question? Please, let's oh. do it. All right, here's the first one. This one is from Jennifer. Hi, I'm Jennifer. I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I want to know what is your favorite Halloween tradition? Oh, I met Jennifer yesterday. Oh, really? On the Plaza, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, favorite holiday tradition? Halloween tradition? Hall yeah, Halloween tradition. I, for us, it's the costumes. Like, uh, Lindsay's mom usually makes our costumes every year, so uh, we and we also carve pumpkins every year, uh, like a lot of folks. But it's the the costumes and the and the and the pumpkins. That's sweet. Did you grow up doing that? No. No. Well, we would carve a pumpkin occasionally, but the costume thing. Those were was, nice, though. <laughs> Not the costume uh, thing. She, my, Lindsay was an art minor. Oh, she, yeah. she's very good. I just, I just, she, she she's really good. I just, right. Never I was going to get into <laughs> yeah. Lindsay's Instagram, all the cool things I see. Yeah, we'll save that for another Q&A today. <laughs> Let's take another question. Hi, I'm Rosemary from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I'd like to know what your favorite childhood Halloween costume was. Oh, what was yours? so Dylan has pictures. I don't have any pictures. They weren't taking pictures of our costumes back then. But mine was a My Little Pony costume. Oh, it was like pony. plastic, and I had this plastic um, mask. Yeah. And I remember we would go out to the courtyard at school, and we'd have to walk in a circle. And then the next year, my mom forgot to get me a costume, forgot to get me a costume, so I had to be My Little Pony two years in a row. <laughs> then it became the walk of shame <laughs> because my mask was all beat up. I wanted to just hide. Craig, how about you? Uh, I would I like Superman. I don't have any pictures Aww. of it either, but my kids are already getting ready for Halloween. Are your kids already doing the Halloween? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, what about you? So you didn't do it at all? No, we did Halloween. I was a vampire for like <laughs> 10 years. I was a very creative. Where'd you get I the got tea? the tea and the trickle of blood and the like the blood. I know. Folks downstairs Check it like, out every Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I'm a ghost. I'll cut out and get a sheet and cut out the eyes. Yeah, all the good things. Uh, you show your, your kids now. You've passed the torch. Let's all take this next one. It's, right. it's from a young lady in Ohio. Okay. My name is Marissa. I'm from Florida, and I want to know what your favorite fall drink is. Ooh. Oh, Craig's is bourbon. That's true. Fall and drink. she's not, obviously not from Ohio either. She said she's from Florida. So. <laughs> she's from Florida. So I have a new favorite. Oh, she's in New York. What's yours? 
Yesterday on the show, we had milk tea. Yeah, you like the milk tea. I loved it so much that I took a picture of the bottle. I don't know where I can order it from. Is it alcoholic beverage? No. No, no, it's oh, clean. Oh, it it's can just, be any drink. Yeah, does that surprise you that my favorite drink? What's yours, West Coaster? Uh, a spicy margarita. It always oh. is. It's good for all seasons. We only have one season on the West Coast. <laughs> spicy true. margarita season. That's true. true. All right, we have another one for you, Jacob. Okay. Okay. Hi, my name is Ricky Slovak. I'm from Brownsville, Texas. Wanted to see what favorite football team will you be watching this football season? I don't even know what football is. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It's coming up. We're going to watch tonight on NBC the Rams, the Los okay. Angeles oh, Rams. Of guys, come on. Okay. It's fine. easy to be a Rams fan right now. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's great to live in LA. Yeah. I say it over and over again. That's actually a song. You're, and you're an it's Eagles true. fan. I, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you know, I'm from Kansas, so Kansas City Chiefs are but there. Talking about the Eagles. Exactly. Okay. So here's this next one. I think. Oh, yeah, Chanel, I want to hear your answer to this one because I heard this is a good one. This okay. is from Yvette. My name is Yvette, and this question is for Chanel. Chanel, I watch you every Saturday, your animal show, and my question to you is, is exactly, are you afraid of animals? <laughs> Every so Saturday. on Saturday mornings, I do Wild, Wild Child, Child here yeah. on NBC as part of The More You Know. And I have to be honest with you, when I took that job, I was like, I don't know. We used to do this thing in local called Fox Thursday, and I was never into, like, right. hold on to animals. But this show has changed me. Wait, but so, she said, are you afraid of animals? Well, because I used to be kind of, like, skittish, skittish a little bit. Now, after this show, I love it. You and the pony. Like, they even got me to hold hissing cockroaches last season. <laughs> you know what I do? What I'll hold that? something, even if it's, like, gross with, like, pink eyes and a squirmy tail and I'll say you're God's creature you're God's creature you're that's God's that your, is that your affirmation and it helps me like <laughs> know that you're part of the earth and it's all good even wow. though your tail is like wrapping around my arm wow I love that you got God's the, creature the wild child viewer yes all right thank you guys for those great questions dang we have to take a commercial break it's been so much Let's fun just keep doing it we'll, we'll, be, right, it in the we'll break. be right back we should take the break <laughs> okay goodbye did I say dang Tomorrow here on the third hour of today, we're talking all things football with Denver Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson. Nice. Coming up next on Hoda and Jenna, another sports star you might know, Yankees legend Derek Jeter. He's got some big news. We're going to see you back he here tomorrow. Back? Is he coming back? No comment. Never know. Have a great day, everybody. That was fun. It was. Right? It was. Thanks for hanging out, Jake. My pleasure. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free.